Do you ever catch yourself wishing you didn't have to stay positive? Or maybe you've been working on keeping a positive mindset for years, but it still feels like a daily battle sometimes. Having a chronic illness means you're being told to stay positive all the time. And let's be honest, it's exhausting. Because pushing ourselves to stay positive is not actually positive. There's a much easier way to get a strong, positive mindset and all of the feel-good perks that come with it without the pressure of looking on the bright side. Check out my free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset. In it, I give the straight scoop on strategies that work and common strategies that are a waste of time and energy. Go to andreahansencoaching.com now or use the link in this podcast description and get your free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset, today. You are listening to the Health Mindset Podcast, Episode 6. Welcome to the Health Mindset Podcast, where your mindset gets results. You know you want better health. You know you want to take action. Learn how to stop sabotaging your progress so you can achieve the level of health you've always wanted for your life. Now, here's your host, Master Certified Coach and Author, Andrea Hansen. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. As always, I am so happy to have you here. Today, we're talking about gratitude. But wait, before you think I'm another life coach that's gonna tell you to write down everything you're grateful for, hear me out. Because you don't ever have to focus on gratitude if you're not feeling it. Seriously, gratitude does not always work. And in fact, you may think that finding gratitude and everything is helping you, but making yourself do gratitude exercises can be doing more harm than good. Even unicorns and daisies can be really dangerous if it's in the wrong company. We're going to talk about why this is and how to get around it because there's always a way to get around it. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to show you how to explore the healing qualities of not feeling grateful. And it's pretty magical. I had a really interesting discussion the other day with a few friends of mine and a few colleagues about gratitude. A friend shared an article from NPR, and I'm going to put the link to this article in the show notes. I was really instantly interested because this article asks if gratitude is right for everybody. This piqued my curiosity because I've always had a hunch that it's not. I've studied positive psychology. I've taught a lot of workshops on this topic of positive psychology. I know how positive thinking, including gratitude, can alter our mind. And it's so, so good for you. But I've always said that forcing yourself to feel gratitude doesn't help. I've seen it with myself. Sometimes I just want to feel angry. Sometimes allowing myself to feel angry actually feels good. Like it's like scratching an itch. There's a reason for this. And I'm going to talk about that reason in a minute. But the responses to the article among my friends were really interesting. A lot of people thought gratitude was awesome, right? The whole writing 10 10 gratitudes a day, um, saying that it was just life-changing to really look at what you're grateful for all the time. And they tell other clients to do this every single day. And I found this fascinating because I know this doesn't work with everybody. I've seen the pain it can cause if somebody is white-knuckling their gratitude and their happiness. I see it a lot with my clients who have chronic illness, like MS, 
a lot of times I see this, it's not a pretty picture. And it is totally unhelpful. You think you're doing something that's good for you, but you're hurting yourself because you're not getting there. So I wanted to bring this discussion here to the podcast because this idea of gratitude is getting super popular. And people are feeling like if they can't get it to work for them, that you know they're, they're wrong or something's wrong with them. And if this is you, if gratitude doesn't always work for you, you're not wrong. It's okay. There is a reason. And I want to talk about it today. I've told you before about how I'm not a very life coachy <laughs> life coach. I don't believe in creating New Year's resolutions. I don't think the whole, if I can do it, you can do it is true. And I don't tell all my clients to create daily lists of what they're grateful for. Because sometimes negative emotions are just what you need. And I'm going to start again by saying I love positive psychology. I love it. I've taught a lot of workshops on how to use it and how it works. And hands down, it does. It totally works. There's a lot of science behind positive psychology, and it's pretty amazing. One of the best books on this subject is by Sean Acker. I love this book. I'm going to, I'll put the reference in the show notes. Um, so definitely check that out. But it talks about all of the science and how our brains physically change when we, sh- when we switch into that more positive feeling. So when we do go from feeling really stressed out to feeling honestly grateful, for example, our creativity is a lot more accessible and a lot farther reaching with what we can do with it. Solutions to problems become a lot easier to find even really hard problems that before you could not figure out. And of course, things like your heart rate, your blood pressure, they slow down. There's a lot of other physical benefits as well. And when we switch into that more positive thinking, we're literally switching into a different area of our brain. We can see more, like literally we can see more because our visual cortex is affected. So you notice more things in your line of sight. I mean, I could go on. This stuff is totally fascinating. I'll probably do a podcast on it. (laughs) So stay tuned. But what I found is that most people are doing it wrong. They're trying to force the positivity. And they're using the whole fake it till you make it strategy. And they're creating, creating diversions from how they're really feeling. Like, They're really feeling sad, and so let's go shopping with friends and just not think about it. They're creating these kind of diversions. And there's a few reasons why these tactics do not work. So first, when you try to create gratitude by diverting your attention away from feeling bad, your gratitude at that point is a Band-Aid, really at best. And I talked a lot about energy in my podcast. I think it was podcast number five. Energy flows. It's something that surrounds us. It's something that we feel. And emotions have an energy flow as well. You can feel emotions in your body, right? That knot in your stomach from fear. The butterflies that you get when you're really nervous, laughing, crying, those are all emotions flowing through your body that you can physically feel. I like to think about it, emotions, as something that you want to let flow, downstream. It's kind of like if you're standing in front of an an actual stream and you have a stick and you throw the stick in the stream, if you want it to float away out of your view, 
what do you do? You just let it go with the current. You throw the stick in the water and you let it flow and it will go away. Emotions are the same way, right? If you feel something negative and you divert your attention to something else, that emotion is not able to flow downstream out of view. It stays there just waiting. It's like taking that same stick and wanting it to flow downstream, but then immediately putting up a dam. That stick is not going to go anywhere. The dam might take away some of your focus for a little bit while you're building it, but that stick is still sitting there. And that's what happens with negative emotions. When you're done focusing on gratitude, what happens? That negative feeling comes right back because you've never let it go. You've just moved your attention away for a bit, but you've still put that dam up and that stick hasn't gone anywhere. So gratitude may help you in that moment, but that moment is a cure for the symptom, but it's not a cure for the cause. And the cause is not going to go away until you let it go. And to let it go, you've got to pay attention to the feeling, not divert your attention away from it. The second tactic that I see that isn't really helpful is wanting to feel better immediately because you don't want to think about something hurtful. If your goal is to not feel bad, you will never truly get that feeling of gratitude to begin with, which means all of those awesome benefits that you get from the positive thinking aren't going to come. So have you ever talked to somebody, think about this, have you ever talked to somebody who swears that they're a really positive, happy person, but they seem to say it through like gritted teeth and you sit there, you're like, yeah, right. You're not positive. There's no way. They would swear that they are. Or like my favorite is when people have like the little thing at the bottom of their email, their little quote about staying positive, but the emails are like filled with landmines of jabs and (laughs) issues. They're not really positive. I call this white knuckling your positivity. It's what happens when you're focused on not feeling bad and it doesn't work. When you're doing this, the feeling that you're trying to avoid is still there. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's still there in the background. And you're still very aware of it. So while you're white knuckling your positivity, you're still focused on the feeling that you don't want. You're still not allowing yourself to move forward to the feeling that you do want. This isn't gratitude. I don't care what mantra you're repeating to yourself. I don't care how often you tell yourself that you're happy or tell other people that you're happy. You're not. And you're not getting those benefits of gratitude. But sometimes... Knowing that you feel bad is way better than pretending that you don't. And this is what the article that I referenced in the beginning talks about, is that you may just not be wired for gratitude at all. It simply just may not work for you. And that's totally fine. This article acknowledges how complex this idea of gratitude is and its benefits. And my hunch has always been that when researching things like gratitude, it gets mixed up with just thinking and feeling more positive. And you can be happy, you can be more positive without thinking specifically about what you're grateful for, right? The distinction between positive thinking and gratitude is really important. It may be that possibly you're more of a negative person, or maybe you call it being a realist, and that's okay. Think of a lot of comedians that are like this, Uh, Just off the top of my head, there's Jerry Seinfeld, there's Louis Black, I saw him the other night, there's Louis C.K., these are not the most uplifting (laughs) comedians, but they're funny. 
They're really funny. You can tell that they feel good where they are and making the observations that they make. And they laugh about it. You know, whenever they're in their comedy act, you can tell that they're laughing at themselves or laughing at their jokes. It doesn't have to be smiley, positive thoughts all the time to feel happy. These people are great examples. What matters isn't that you're, you know, quote, positive and grateful all the time. What matters is that you honor how you feel, no matter what it is, without fighting it. Because truly feeling your feelings is the most positive place to be, even if you think your feelings might be a little bit more negative. There's no shame if this gratitude doesn't work for you. Seriously, it is no big deal. I don't want you to feel like you should be doing something if it doesn't work for you. The effects from feeling positive that I spoke about in that beginning, the heart rate, the clarity, the problem solving, these all come when you feel good. And sometimes feeling anger feels good. Sometimes feeling jealous feels good. Because truly allowing that emotion feels like relief. It feels cathartic. Feeling relief and feeling that catharsis, those are positive emotions. But you have to allow these feelings in order to get that relief. Feeling bad and then feeling bad for feeling bad and trying not to feel bad and then ruminating on what makes you feel bad so that the feeling goes on for days and days. That is not feeling emotions. That is resisting your emotions, right? It's not the same, right? It's like throwing the twig in the water and then putting up the dam. It doesn't matter if you're forcing the gratitude and distracting yourself or ruminating on what's going on. Either way, it's a dam and you're not letting that twig flow downstream. How do you know? How do you know if you're feeling emotions versus ruminating on them? A big clue is that when you're actually feeling emotions, they pass very quickly. And that's why gratitude, gratitude has a shelf life too. Think about when you have a belly laugh, just like a good, hard, just ah, just laugh. It, it doesn't last that long. It passes, right? You don't stay there. You don't laugh for the rest of your life, but you allow it and it moves through you. That's what I mean by allowing emotions. And it's hard because we don't like to feel negative emotions. We're not taught how to feel negative emotions and it certainly doesn't feel good. So why would we want to do that? I'm going to get more detailed into emotions and how to feel them and and what's going on in another podcast. But for right now, I just want you to know that emotions are emotions are emotions. Positive emotions flow, flow through you the exact same way negative emotions do. But the thing is that we resist negative emotions because we fear they won't go away. But the reason that they don't go away is because you resist feeling them all the way through, like all the way through. And you divert your attention to something that feels better before they're gone. Okay, so what do you do if you've realized now that you might be one of the people who are just not really moved by the whole gratitude thing? First and foremost, don't worry. Like I said, if you know how to let other negative feelings go, it has the same positive effect. Also, and I stress this, just because you're not cut out for gratitude doesn't mean that everything is lost. You're still human. You can still feel happy and peaceful and excited. You know, the whole nine yards. Gratitude just may not be the way that you get there. So don't let all this talk about gratitude journals and lists throw you off because some of the people that I work with seriously eat it up. 
it works for me. I use it periodically. I don't do it every single night. But I also work with plenty of people who think that it's silly and just can't make themselves get there to that gratitude. Either way is fine. All of these people work to get the benefits of positive thinking, and they all know how to process their emotions and to feel better, regardless of where they are when it comes to gratitude. Gratitude doesn't necessarily play a part in everything. And don't feel bad if it's not going to play a part with you. There's a ton of ways that you can get there. So for more on this topic and a link to the article that I talked about in the book that I mentioned, visit the show notes at www.andreahansencoaching.com slash HMP006. So if you feel like you're faking the gratitude, congratulations for noticing. No, seriously, congratulations. It's fantastic that you're already calling it out. So for this week, I want you to think about something that you think you should feel grateful for, like maybe your job or your boss or something like that, but deep down you don't feel grateful. And I want you to allow yourself to not be grateful. And I know this sounds totally counterintuitive, but here's what I want you to pay attention to. What feels better to you? Telling yourself that you should be grateful and trying really hard to be grateful or Allowing yourself to honestly feel your natural emotion without that resistance. Now, the way you want to start by feeling what you honestly feel when you think about this thing that you think you should be grateful for, start to notice how it feels in your body. Remember, when you feel happy, you can laugh, or when you feel sad, you cry, or when you're nervous, you feel like butterflies in your stomach. Start to notice how it feels in your body and just relax into that feeling, whatever it is. We're going to talk more in later episodes about how to turn this around so you do feel better about something, because that's really important too. But for now, I want you to practice what it feels like to not resist how you really feel. And then notice how long it takes you before that feeling in your body isn't so easy to feel anymore because it's just kind of gone away. Because when you do that, even feeling angry or frustrated is going to feel pretty good. Hey, I have exciting news. My second book, Stop Carrying the Weight of Your MS, is available for pre-order now at your favorite bookstores. This book is a breakdown of how to connect with yourself and get healthy when there are so many people telling you totally opposite things to do. The noise is deafening, and the most important thing is for you to listen to yourself. So this book is a guide of how to do that when you have MS or any other ailment that makes you want to get healthy now. Pre-order your copy at Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, and of course, Amazon. And you can always just go to the show notes to get a link to any of these retailers so that you can pre-order your copy. Again, the link to the show notes is www.andreahansencoaching.com slash HMP006. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more good stuff on how you can stop striving and start achieving your healthy, beautiful life. Until next time, take care.